Yankees Files podcast. We are back. I'm Will Harris. You're Alec Whipple. And the rest of you are seeing us in a revamped format for season four of Yankees Files. In fact, I say seeing us, even that is new. So congratulations or you're welcome or we're sorry, depending on, you know, the appropriate way to talk about this. Whipple, it's been a few weeks since we recorded. There's a rift that has been created between us and we're here to hash it out aside from the thing that may tear Yankees files apart though. How have you been? I've been good. Um, you know, I think, uh, it's kind of tough not being on speaking terms with you because we've been arguing, but I, I generally have enjoyed the postseason. I think, um, a lot of the, series have been exciting especially in the later rounds and we'll see how it ends up could be a result before we release this but i think there have been a lot of great storylines to follow and i've just enjoyed watching i mean some people don't like watching former yankees contribute i i like it i think it's fun to see jordan montgomery or uh nathan valdi or joe mantiply <laughs> or anyone but a role as chapman I, I like seeing them on the big stage like i think it's been a very stressless postseason and that hasn't really been the case for Yankees fans in a long time um so while it's not stressful for bad reasons it's also good that the outcome isn't really going to make us lose sleep at night one way or the other so especially since the outcome is not going to be the Astros taking home a trophy the Astros Red Sox raise which is like crazy how long it's been with one of those outcomes in play although the funny thing is the amount of times that one of those teams could have won is a lot less than when they actually did win. Based That's on true. So, which is helpful. So, Whipple, let's get right into it. The date was October 24th. And at 11.45 p.m., I assume this was just after the Diamondbacks advanced to the World Series by beating the Phillies. You, now famously, controversially, tweeted the following. Can we stop calling the postseason a crapshoot and just acknowledge that many of the best teams in baseball choked in important moments this fall, even with the advantages that the system provided to them? I don't think we should take away from what the Diamondbacks accomplished. So I don't want to mischaracterize your position here. But spoiler alert, we disagree about this tweet. So what I want to offer you time to do here is provide proper context for that tweet, maybe elaborate on what it is you were trying to say, um, explain what makes you feel like the playoffs aren't a crapshoot and what it would mean for the playoffs not to be a crapshoot because I... I definitely think you're wrong about this. So let's hear it. Go ahead. So first, I just want to continue reading the rest of the tweet thread just for full context for everyone, because there were three tweets and the rest of it said the Dimebacks beat three really good teams with no home field advantage in October. That should be celebrated rather than people finding ways to use their success to complain about the playoffs. And it shouldn't be indicative of anything that teams should do in the future. It's still better to win your division, I promise you. If you want to spend the next two weeks pointing at Arizona and saying, but the Yankees were only two games worse, so it proves the playoffs are random, then be my guest. But if the Yankees were the sixth seed and went on a run, then no one would be complaining about the playoffs being a crapshoot, no one being Yankees Twitter. I'm sure other people would be complaining because it's Twitter. So let's enjoy the World Series and figure out how to get back to October with the best team possible and not choke at big moments like every team whose fan base is complaining right now. So essentially, I think our conversation helped me realize that maybe there are some things about that tweet that I agree with the sentiments, but didn't characterize them properly. But I also do largely want to explain the point that I made and was trying to make. And I think our conversation, we're, def we're definitely, I'm sure some of it will play out here, but I think helpful in, in kind of clarifying the sentiment. And first off, I think the the main point for me is not that the playoffs are necessarily not random in any way. There there is some element of randomness and there's some element of, you know, I think skill. But I think more of what I was trying to get at is people who are 
complaining about the randomness of a playoff series as a way to demean and to say that the teams that advanced and really deserve to advance. And I think by and large, the way I feel is that it's not a fair complaint. I think by and large, the way I'm starting to feel more is that maybe, and and this is where I can kind of push back on, on you, that I think we would both agree that complaining about the playoff format isn't really productive, but where I think like we might not agree as much is what kind of complaining or not complaining are you allowed to do? And generally I've started to think that by and large, the element of randomness isn't as great as maybe I first thought it was. And I know we were talking a lot about that, but I think one of the things that the short series does is put teams in a different context than they were in the regular season. And the regular season is an opportunity to show skill over a 162 game season. And I think the postseason just tests something fundamentally different than that. And the debate is, do you want that thing, the different thing tested, or do you want to know the teams that were able to do it successfully over 162 games? Do we want just validation and confirmation that those teams are the winners? Like they're, they're the best. And with any kind of postseason tournament, I don't think you're going to get that, but I think the MLB playoffs, the debate right now is how much do we expect or want from it in an MLB context and your position, I'm not going to talk, characterize what you're saying, but I think you're more on the side of there's really no skill that can be drawn out from a small sample size. It's more, you know, small sample sizes will lead to random results. There's equal evidence on both sides. And you're doing a lot of characterizing of my position for a guy who just said he doesn't want to characterize my position. Okay, fair enough. I'll talk about my position. I think that the postseason allows for testing of this different format and for teams that are good to have the opportunity with the advantages given to them to, to win for teams that aren't good to have the opportunity to win with disadvantages. And if we're going to look at every outlier and call that a reason that the postseason is a crapshoot, I think we ignore a lot of the examples of teams that did well succeeding. And yes, there's ample evidence on both sides, but what I started to think about is what looking at the Rangers versus the Diamondbacks and well, again, we'll see if the Rangers win. Seems like they're on their way to doing so, but we never know what's going to happen. The Rangers were a very good team by run differential in the regular season that underperformed only won 90 games. It came in as a wild card team. And I think run differential in a lot of ways is a more accurate way to look at a team's success as opposed to looking at the one loss record, just because there are a lot of factors that go into that. And well, yes, teams can win a lot of games. They can also do so by being moderately lucky. So, like, what do we want the best teams coming out of the postseason to be? I mean, by one count, it's win-loss record. By another count, it could be run differential. And I think the playoffs offer teams with run differential that may be higher but underperformed in the regular season the opportunity to come back and show that, you know, their true talent level. So I looked at the run differential of all the World Series appearances and in the expanded playoff format and i looked at it in terms of ranking by league and what i found is that a lot of the playoff outcomes ended up although record wise might not be as strong as the best records the league always facing each other there was only let's see there's only six out of the 29 appearances where both teams were lower than were basically where you didn't have a team that was first or second in its league and run differential and nine. How did you get to 29 from 1995 to 2003? But aren't, aren't, aren't there two teams in every world series? So, okay. Sorry. 29 world series, but Oh, okay. So in the last 29 world series. Yeah. There's, there's only been six World Series where you don't have a team that's at least first or second in its in its um, league and run differential. And okay. of, of those World Series, if you expand that a little more, nine of the 29 World Series had teams with, so each team in the World Series is third or lower in run differential. So what that essentially means is in a majority of the World Series, you usually have at least one team from 
one of the top teams from either league competing. And then oftentimes you have both of the top teams or one versus two or one versus three, um, two versus four, two versus three are some are there, but like, it's rare that you're having three versus. I'll just read down the ones that were um the, the ones that were sorry, fourth or lower. I didn't mean to say third or lower. So you have four versus four or five versus six. Uh, no, sorry, third or lower, third versus six, five versus seven, third versus seven, third versus five. And then even this year, the Rangers being second in their league and run differential. So that basically means it's not often that a World Series is going to have two teams that were not at the top of its league and run differential there. And that's like, I, I get that's not the most statistically stable result, but I think it shows that oftentimes i think it shows that run differential is a good way to tell how good a team is and we both agree that teams that ought to be better like no one is saying or at least i'm not saying that the playoffs are going to systematically disadvantage good teams in the sense that like run different having a great run differential will make you a bad playoff team. I'm not arguing that. What I am arguing, and the issue I took with your original thread, I'll quote directly uh, for consistency here. So I said, as the other person who runs this account, I have to say I completely disagree with this thread. One, isn't all the best teams choking evidence that it's a crapshoot? Unless you believe the good teams were fatally flawed in ways that doomed them from the beginning of their playoff lives and the worst teams were secretly primed for playoff success. Two, Arizona's done something impressive that was enabled by the postseason being a crapshoot. Again, unless you believe there's some secret way to win 84 games with a negative run differential, this is true. They are also evidence that it's a crapshoot. Crapshoot just means that it's not set up to identify the best team. It's certainly set up to advantage the best team, but how many of the last 10 or so World Series have been won by the best team in baseball? Three, if the Yankees made the playoffs and went on a comparable run to Arizona's, that team would also be evidence that it's crapshoot because we know the 2023 Yankees weren't very good. On top of that, if you look back at the last 20 full-length Major League Baseball seasons, including this one, as many World Series winners won 90 or fewer games this year, 2011 St. Louis, 2014 San Francisco, 2021 Atlanta, and 2006 St. Louis, who I think won 83, as won 100 or more, 2017 Houston, asterisk, 2016 Cubs, 2009 Yankees, 2022 Astros, and 2018 Boston, asterisk. So, Whipple, the bottom line is... You're given 162 games to demonstrate how good you are. And yes, sometime a, sometimes a team plays well below its Pythagorean record, like the 2022 Yankees did. Sometimes a team plays well below it, like the uh, 2023 Rangers have. Sometimes a team plays well above its Pythagorean record, like the 2023 Diamondbacks have. And I think it's kind of t a tough look for you to come into this and say, well, if you look at run differential over a large sample, often one of the three best teams in the league and run differential is playing in the World Series. Yeah, because often one of the three best teams in the league in run differential is one of the playoff teams. Like, of course, it, it's probably one of the three best teams in the league. Like, it's very rare, exceedingly rare, actually. And it also ignores that the Rangers, like, what, what did they have? The third best record in the American League, like, behind the Rays and the Orioles? Like, they tied their division. They lost it on a tiebreaker. So... It's, it's just kind of tough for you to go and say, actually, no, the playoff produces really predictable results. The playoff is a crapshoot. The playoffs are a crapshoot. That's, that's the bottom line. That's why you get the 2021 Braves. That's why you get this year's, um, this year's Arizona team. That's why a 90-win Texas team can go to Baltimore. Now, run differential does explain some of that, but the bottom line is that's why a 90-win Texas team can go to Baltimore and beat a 100-win Baltimore team in a series that was never close. Like, I think something that came out as we discuss this is 
you felt like people were talking about the playoffs being a crapshoot in a way that minimized what the Diamondbacks specifically had achieved. And as we continued to talk about it, what we figured out is you felt like people saying that the playoffs are a crapshoot implied that on a game-by-game level, there was a bunch of luck going into the results that were produced. No, no one, or at least, again, I won't say no one, I'm not arguing that the Diamondbacks didn't outplay the Dodgers or the Brewers or the Phillies. They may not have outplayed the Phillies, and they certainly haven't outplayed the Rangers, but they won those games. The fact that they had an opportunity to win those games and the fact that they only needed to win three games out of five against the Dodgers, who were much better than them during the regular season, who won the season series against them, who were 16 game be- games better than them in their own division, is all the evidence we need that it's a crapshoot. The system produces weird results reliably. That's why we have as many World Series winners in the 80s for win totals as we do in the like 103 or more. That's why that happens. It's fine that it happens, but the bottom line is things like looking at win-loss record and run differential, the things that you're encouraging us to do, those are better indicators of who the good teams are, but they're worse indicators of who's going to win in the playoffs. Right, but I think you're making bad faith comparisons by comparing the Dimebacks to the Rangers. I think they are two different... I, mean, I guess what I'm getting at with run differential is I think teams that might be considered underdogs are a lot of those teams are by the strength of their run differential. What they did in the regular season is impressive in another way. And I think it's unfair to characterize them in the same way. Nobody is saying the diamondbacks are not underdogs and nobody's saying that the diamondbacks were better than these teams in the regular season. And the fact that they got here was very impressive and they had to overcome a lot of, a lot of hurdles to do so. But the, the fact of the matter is that's a very rare result in history and people jump on it and compare it to things that aren't comparable. The 2021 Braves were a much stronger team than their 88 win record. The The 2021 Braves had a worse Pythagorean record than the White Sox, Blue Jays, like the 2021 Braves. Okay. The White Sox were in the playoffs and the Blue Jays were the best team by Pythagorean record not to make the playoffs. So you can cherry pick those teams, but the Braves were right in it. The point is the, the Braves didn't have a phenomenal Pythagorean record. The Braves by Pythagorean record still were worse than 95 wins. Like they, by average run differential, they were seventh in the league. That's not like they were secretly a juggernaut. It's like they were a slightly better team than we realized they were. Right. But like they still were better than I think the worst record in the playoffs characterization gives to them. They had the worst record in the playoffs. They also won a division and yeah, but their division sucked, right? Let's be honest about that. Their division had two teams that won fewer than 70 games. So I guess what I want to know is what, like, what is your point by trying to argue the playoffs are a crapshoot? Do you want there to be some other way of picking the winner? Because like, that's, what's unclear to me and no. Okay. No, of course I don't want there to be some other way of picking the winner. I've said to you repeatedly in this conversation that the reason the playoffs are so good and interesting and exciting for us to watch is because anything could happen. The worst thing that Major League Baseball could possibly do is adopt the European soccer model where you just give the best team in the regular season the championship. That would suck. It would have been over in like July and we would have just handed it to the Braves. That would suck. But the point is, does the Braves losing in the playoffs prove that they had some fatal flaw and that they were really fraudulent this entire time? Of course not. You don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't think anyone believes that. So we understand that the playoffs are not set up to tell us who the best team was. The World Series is not a trophy given to the best baseball team of that year. It is a trophy given to a team that won three or four short series in a row at the right time. I told you at one point, The A's, the worst team in baseball, went on the road to Milwaukee and swept them in a three-game series, and then they went home and they took two games in a row 
from the Rays. Two games in a row from the Rays would have won them a wild card series. They were the worst team in baseball. Three games in a row in Milwaukee would have won them the division series with something even worse than home field disadvantage. Milwaukee made the playoffs. Teams lose series to teams that are worse than them all the time. That's why the Dodgers, that's why the Dodgers who went eight and five against the Diamondbacks this year managed to lose to them in the NLDS because that happens in baseball. Do you like in order for you to say that the playoffs are not a crapshoot, your argument would have to be the playoffs are a good system for identifying the best baseball team. Is it your contention that every year we give the World Series trophy to the best baseball team? Because if it's not, then the playoffs are a pretty random way of determining who's going to win the World Series. And that's fine. I'd argue it even makes them good, but it does not mean that the winner of each playoff series is the better baseball team. It's probably the team that played better in those games, but that's not the same thing. Right. Well, two things. One, I think that argument assumes that a team like the A's could win. Like you're assuming random games in June are the same caliber of game as postseason. And I know you don't, I shouldn't say that. I know that you think that is probably more true than most people out there that just three games in June and, you know, what you do in a playoff series fundamentally can be drawn to the same sample size. But I think, I think there's something different about winning in the playoffs. And I think that, okay. So this Arizona team, this Arizona team that basically has no one who has ever been in the playoffs before on it, that that's not fair. It's, it's pretty true. Yeah. But doesn't mean that, that you can use that against them. No, no. But my point is like, we, if there is some secret sauce to winning in the playoffs, even if some of these guys on Arizona have it, and that's why they've advanced so far, we would have had no way of knowing that they possess this unique ability, right? Because basically none of them have played the playoffs before. On top of that, it would have to be true that this secret sauce for winning in the playoffs is not relevant when it comes to a beating playoff teams in the regular season. Cause we know they didn't do that or B succeeding in the regular season. Generally in the aggregate, they were outscored by their opponents in the regular season. So what is it about the style of play or the manager or the roster composition or the grit or the toughness? What is the thing that can allow a team to be mid like they were only what 84 and 78 like uh, uh, three games go the other way they're a 500 team so what is it that allows a team to be mid for an entire year and then turn out to be a playoff juggernaut because i think the burden of proof that that something exists is so much higher than where occam's razor would lead us which is to Sometimes weird stuff happens in a short series. Right. Well, okay. And my point is that Arizona is probably the outlier example, but I think people lump in other examples that aren't so much of an outlier. Like, again, going back to the Braves team, like 88 wins, but they had a plus 134 run differential. And I know they played- Which was seventh in baseball in a terrible division. Right, but that's fundamentally different than a negative fifteen run di- run differential, and I think people. Compare- it is. They're they're not the exact same result, but the Braves were not the best team in baseball. They were not one of the five best teams in baseball. They were not one of the five best teams in the playoffs. So what? What to you is a team winning, and you would say it's not a crapshoot. Like, what's the line? no? There's no. There's no one team that wins and it's no, not a, like the, the Astros were probably record. the Astros were like the second best team in baseball last year, second or third. Like there was the Dodgers, the, the Yankees, the Astros. I think the Braves were pretty good in 2022. So the Astros were like a top four team in baseball. Let's call it last year. They won the World Series. It's not weird that a team that was really good at beating everyone throughout the year carried that success through to the playoffs. It's not weird. It would also not have been weird if the Mariners had beaten the Astros in the division series because weird stuff happens in the division series. There's no like, oh, if this team wins, then it's not a crapshoot versus if this team wins, then it is. It is a crapshoot 
and any given team might win it. And that might be a team that was very good in the regular season. And that might be a team that was kind of bad in the regular season. That is the point. The format is like picking someone out of a hat. Sure, there are small advantages based on whether you have to play a wild card series and whether you have home field advantage and roster construction, things like that. But the roster construction advantages that create even a 10 game gap between teams in the regular season are way too small to reliably show themselves in a postseason series to give the better team such an outsized chance of winning. That's the point. The series could never be long enough to reliably produce the winner being the better baseball team. They're just not. And that is, again, part of the reason the playoffs are good. But it's also the reason that the playoffs are going to keep giving us weird results. But so your opinion is different than the opinion that I voiced on my tweet. Do you think more people agree with the opinion that I, not the opinion that I voiced, but the opinion that I was trying to counteract of saying, because what I thought or what I think is that people use the fact that the playoffs are a crapshoot or the idea that they are to voice complaints with them to say, you don't need to be that good. You could just get in. It doesn't well, really you matter regular like season. They're, 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 they're right about all of those things, except that like, if a Braves fan is mad that the playoffs are a crapshoot because they don't feel like the format sufficiently advantaged the Braves, the answer is the Braves should have played better in the playoffs, but the Braves are still the best team in baseball. Like, I are you going to, if the Diamondbacks come back and win this World Series, will it be your opinion that the Diamondbacks were actually better than the Braves this whole time? No, but I think exactly. The no, 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 no. <laughs> what I've been saying. What my, no, but I'm getting back. to, I'm getting to a point about the people that you're arguing with. Okay. So you would not then believe that the Diamondbacks were better than the Braves this whole time. It would be stupid to believe that Braves fans who are bitter that like the playoffs didn't, the Braves didn't just get like a bye to the world series. That's stupid. The answer to them is your team should have played better, but it's still probably the best team in baseball. I know that's unsatisfactory. I know you'd rather have won the World Series. That's the answer to those people. But people who are saying the playoffs are a crapshoot and the regular season doesn't matter and all you have to do is get into the playoffs because who knows what could happen there? Those people are right. The people who are mad about it because their team didn't win and they wish the format were different so that in this specific year when their team is the best, then their team would have won. Yeah, that's a stupid position. Those people are probably calling the playoffs a crapshoot because they're bitter about the result. Everyone else who's just pointing out that weird stuff happens in the playoffs and that winning 115 games versus winning 90 games doesn't create like a relevant advantage. Those people are just right. I think there are less of those people than of the other camp, but yeah, but I don't care about the Braves fans who are just mad about how their season right, ended. That's who I was responding to. And I think people, Astros fans, Phillies fans, anyone whose team. So you weren't, you be, weren't responding. Rosenthal wrote about it. I mean, you weren't responding to the, the like everyone on Yankees Twitter who gets mad at Brian Cashman for calling the playoffs a crapshoot. Cause that's what I figured. That's where I assumed everything came from. Honestly, like, no, I was honestly responding more. I really wasn't thinking about the Yankees. I mean, that that annoys me too, but I think people just... You like, did have the Yankees that. in your tweet, so it's hard for me to believe you weren't thinking about the Yankees. Well, I think I would want the Yankees to... Well, I'm always thinking about the Yankees, but... Okay, so I, let's let's talk about the third tweet in the thread. Okay. You said... um, let, let, me, let me make sure I get it right. You said, if you want to spend the next two weeks pointing at Arizona... And saying, but the Yankees were only two games worse, so it proves the playoffs are random, then be my guest. But you know what? If the Yankees were the sixth seed and went on a run like this, I doubt anyone would be complaining about the playoffs being a crapshoot. Right, which proves my point is I was talking about fans whose teams were complaining or Yankees fans who were complaining, not Yankees fans who were saying, like... But why... I, I don't understand... Why would a Yankees fan watch these playoffs... If a Yankees fan watches these playoffs and says the playoffs are a crapshoot. I don't think that's a complaint. I think it's just a true observation. And if anything, it suggests that like 
Had the Yankees gotten into the playoffs this year, who knows what would have happened? Like if again, like my response to that tweet is if the Yankees had gotten in as the sixth seed and made a run to the World Series, it would be great evidence that the playoffs are a crapshoot. And it would also be awesome. Like, I don't think it would prove that the 2023 Yankees were secretly the best team in baseball this whole time. I don't think you believe that either. Right. As a team building philosophy, though, I don't really think, and this is Ant Cashman, just saying at anyone in general, I don't think it's an effective team building philosophy to say the playoffs are a crapshoot. So, well, you should obviously try to assemble the best possible team. But why? But I mean, why, why, why do that under because, your because you have to get to the playoffs. Right. Like we saw, right. we saw that get there with 84 wins. So, we saw that rear its head this year for the Yankees. We, we said, since from like June on the Yankees didn't adequately hedge against the downside risk that existed on their team. And they ended up winning 82 games instead of like 88 and they missed the playoffs. Right. Like, and if you run the Yankees back and they win 85 games next year and make the playoffs, then it kind of proves the point. If you that's how people, res- people think about it. The point is like, there is more risk in building the worst possible team that you think will make the playoffs than there is in building the best team you can build. And you should want the advantages that the playoffs offer. You should want not to have to play in a wild card series. You should want home field advantage. Given all the randomness that will rear its head in the playoffs, you should want everything that is built to advantage you against it. Of but course, then, you should right. want those things. So then, when you don't take advantage of it, you can say it was a crapshoot. Like I just have no, it's with, like, it's so- still true that it's a crapshoot. Right, I just have the problem. Like the Whipple, if if the Yankees, so the, take the 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 Dodgers from this year, not even the 2019 Yankees or anything. Take the Dodgers from this year; they won 100 games. The Diamondbacks won 84 games. Did the Dodgers getting to play two of the first three games of the NLDS at home adequately reflect how much better they were in the regular season than the Diamondbacks? No, of course it didn't. If it did, the Diamondbacks wouldn't be in the playoffs because the Dodgers already beat them eight out of 13 times. What more should the Dodgers have to do than build a 16-game lead and go eight and five against the Diamondbacks? Why should they have to prove it again? That's the point. So you should want those advantages. Those advantages do not make it insurmountable for the worst team to win, which again is why the playoffs are entertaining. Without the real possibility that the worst team will win, you do not have entertainment. That is why the NCAA tournament is single elimination. If you had to play three game series in the NCAA tournament, would Purdue have advanced or would Fairleigh Dickinson? I think we know the answer to that question. Would Virginia have advanced or would UMBC? Like you play short series, small samples, so that there is real danger that the better team loses. And you know what? MLB has done a really good job of creating danger that the better team loses. But that is what a crapshoot is. Well, I mean, I think, I I guess like the, the point I was trying to make is that the advantages that you're talking about are there and I would be open to considering how to change it in a neutral context, trying to give more advantages, but I'm not saying that the teams need more advantages. I'm not saying that. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. If you talk about reseeding or doing stuff like that, but I think it's fine. Like it, 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 I don't think it is responding to anything concrete. Like, I don't think that, I mean, I think we're on the same page in saying that the playoff format is a good thing and, like, I'm not going to be complaining about it. But in terms of, like, how to view the results and just saying, oh, that's random, that doesn't really matter, like, I don't know. But I it is don't... random. Like, look, Whipple, I, I every time I ask you if we should view the playoff results as identifying the best team, you say no, which is the correct answer. And then you go back and you talk about the playoff results and you say that we shouldn't view them as random. I'm not saying that the result of every playoff series is better simulated by a coin flip, but I am saying that teams that we know are much better over large samples do not win playoff series as often as you would expect if those playoff series were 13 or 15 or 17 games. 
That's why the playoffs are good. It's also why the playoffs are a crapshoot. And it's why the playoffs fail to identify the best team. Because here's the thing. We already know who the best teams are. If the playoffs identified the best teams reliably, the playoffs would be like a confirmatory experience every year. They're not. And that's why they are good. But But it's also evidence that they are random right but to me a crapshoot doesn't necessarily mean i think the same thing that means to you like for me when somebody says the playoffs are a crapshoot that goes to like the in-game results being random why well why is it any different than what you're saying like because of the because of the no one has defined no it's because i first of all i defined it Uh, i'm defining it differently i defined it in the tweet second of all the reason that it doesn't refer necessarily to in-game luck and rather just the random nature of baseball as i have framed it in this discussion is that a's brewers rays thing the the a's were able to win games consecutively against playoff teams this year because sometimes weird stuff happens in baseball that's why The A's weren't secretly a better team than the Brewers and Rays for five days. They just played better than them in those games. Like, the A's didn't need, like, there to be an earthquake that made Brandon Lau fall over and sprain his ankle and he, you know, punched Jeffrey Springs in the face while he was falling. Like, they didn't need that to happen for them to beat the Rays. They just beat the Rays. They didn't need like Corbin Burns to fall off his motorcycle. They just beat the Brewers. Like it doesn't have to be that a bunch of weird stuff happened to produce the unexpected result. It can just be that baseball is in small samples, a random results producing machine. That's just how it works. But that's like, okay, so you say the playoffs are a crapshoot because I'm in awe of how random the playoffs are. I just don't think that's like what how most people are using it, using the term. How do you think people are? So you think people when someone says the playoffs are a crapshoot, they mean such weird things happen reliably in every single playoff game and you don't know who is going to benefit from or be hurt by those weird things that happen game to game? I think series to series, people are saying that. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) No, but in a a way where they're saying this, this should not be the case. We need to do something to change this. And yeah, I get that's complaining, but that's a big topic of conversation. You have national baseball writers writing about it. No, but whether people are saying something that it needs to be changed or not, and whether people are wrong that it's a crapshoot are two different questions. You said, the way this started was you said, can we stop calling the playoffs a crapshoot? Why? Okay, okay. And as I said, my kind of, as I we talked about it, what I realized is that my anger is more targeted at people calling it a crapshoot for the reason of wanting change. And I think, I don't know if I agree 100% about the just randomness and anything can happen. I think there's specific things that teams can do, but like, I don't, I mean, obviously that's like not really scientific and the, something like the diamondbacks are a pretty extreme outlier example, but I think more on the, that's just like a personal feeling more on just like the, didn't the Marlins make the playoffs? Yeah. But I'm saying like, and they, they scored the fewest runs in the national league. Right. Just so we're clear. What I'm saying is that the people who are arguing that it's a crapshoot for the purpose of wanting to change it or saying that the results shouldn't be taken seriously, I think that like that that kind of demeans a good two weeks by a team that got in the playoffs. Yeah, I I just don't think those are mutually exclusive. Like I think you can say the Dimebacks probably shouldn't be in the playoffs if you look at their body of work from the regular season and their negative run differential, I think you can say only in the presence of a format that encourages randomness, would the diamondbacks advance this far in the playoffs? Like if they had to win a nine game series against the Dodgers, they probably would have had a lot of trouble with that. It doesn't mean that the diamondbacks weren't better than the brewers in both games they played. And the Dodgers in every game they played and the Phillies in some of the games they played. It doesn't mean that, but it does mean that 
if a team was going to advance to the World Series, one of the least expected outcomes would be that that team be the Diamondbacks. So since you haven't Obviously. argued that there's a secret sauce that the Diamondbacks have, we're kind of left with they benefited from randomness. They benefited from being able to play short series against teams that should probably beat them. And they played better than those teams in those series, but we would not expect them to do that over a longer period of time. Right. But like that kind of takes away from the fact that they did it. Don't no, it doesn't. They, so they did what they were asked to do. This is, this is, it's this, this is the same point that we already discussed about the Braves being the best team in baseball. The World Series trophy, we already agreed, is not given to the best team in baseball. It is given to the team that answers the questions asked by the playoffs most successfully. The Diamondbacks have been one of the two teams that has answered the questions asked by the playoffs most successfully. We can see that that's not really related in any way to how good you were in the regular season. It is a reward. The World Series is won by like a team that gets hot for a couple weeks. Derek Jeter said that about the dynasty years Yankees. Like everyone understands this. Right. The Diamondbacks still had to win those games and right. they still had to outplay the teams in those games. But I don't think anyone, even on the Arizona Diamondbacks, believes that if they had to win an 11 game series against the Dodgers, they were just as likely to do that as they were to win a three game series. Right. But when you say, oh, it's just random when a team did what they were asked to do, answered the questions and got to that point. It's demeaning. I mean, I think. No, it goes but what is it? Why? Why are the Arizona Diamondbacks the team that is hot now instead of the Brewers? Because their guys like those teams, up and those well teams were right comparable. Moment. Yeah, but what, like, what, what was stopping? Like, why was it Corbin Carroll and Alec Thomas who did that, and not Willie Adamas and William Contreras? Because it just wasn't. I mean, that's exactly because it just well there, because there's no explanation for it because but, it's random. But if there were if there were a bunch of like bad guys, a bunch of mediocre players who stepped up and did well. But, I mean, Geraldo Perdomo has kind of done that, but like. Carol and Marte and Gollin, like those are very good players. I mean, they have good players, honestly. Like they I do have good players. I think a team like the Marlins would probably be more surprising just because the team doesn't really have any superstars. The Diamondbacks have those guys. The guys played well. I mean, like, I don't know. At the end of the day, like, what do you benefit from calling it a crapshoot to kind of make yourself feel not you? It's not, like, it's just, it's just an observation. It's an observation right. that this result is weird. Like, you're like, great. So we can make an argument that it's not weird for the Diamondbacks to win a three game series in Milwaukee. Sure. Because they have, they have some great players. Okay. It is weird for them to win a five game series <laughs> against the Dodgers, right. who well, have better Dodgers players. I mean, not pitching wise, the Dodgers rolled out the ghost of Kershaw, Lance Lynn, like the Dodgers pitching was falling apart. The Diamondbacks sure, but took the, advantage. But the Dodgers lineup was terrific. Like it, you, you're not really going to sit here and try to make the argument that. I'm just saying like you have, I, I mean, I know you're saying you have to give them credit for the games they played. Like, yes. You like, have to why, why were the Phillies hotter than the Braves? But then. So I Why guess were the Phillies playing well when the Braves were playing poorly? Did the Phillies know something about the Braves? Did the Phillies do something to the Braves to make it so Ronald Acuna would hit 134 or whatever he hit in the playoffs? No, the, the Phillies, Phillies were just runs, hot and the Braves were cold. They always do. Hit home runs. Yes, the Phillies in the individual games played better than the Braves, a thing I have not denied this entire time. Right. Why was it that the Phillies were the team that was playing well at that time and the Braves were the team that was playing poorly at that time? Why, Who knows? Why? Why, so why can the Yankees win four out of five World Series? Why the Astros make it to seven straight ALCS? It's like, do you think winning four well. out? Of, so first of all, winning four out of five World Series and making it to seven straight ALCSs are such wildly different achievements. Saying, it's yeah, not even funny. That consistently show up and play well. Like, well, you have to okay, give so them some credit. What happened after the Yankees won four out of five World Series? They went to two of the next three and they lost both of them. 
And then they didn't go to an ALCS. Or then they went to the ALCS the next year, had an epic collapse. And then they didn't go to an ALCS for five years. And then they won a World Series. And then they haven't won a World Series since then. That's called regression to the mean. It was weird. And the guys on the teams acknowledged that it was weird that the Yankees won four out of five World Series. And no one has done it since. No one has even won two out of two since. What's a statistically normal outcome then? Just uh, the best team record? wise winning it every year is that that's because i what feel you, like that's extreme in the other direction like no i've never i've never i what i have said is that the playoffs produce the results that you would pretty much expect them to produce which is weird okay. stuff happens sometimes a great team wins sometimes a middling team wins sometimes a bad team wins like that's why you have just as many teams with 90 or fewer wins as you do with a hundred or more winning the world series in the last 20 full seasons. Like that, that's the point. It's, it's, it's absolutely not weird that the playoff produces weird results. Like that's what it's designed to do. Right. But then what's like, what's your overall point? Just refuting my point. Yeah. My overall point is that, acting like the playoffs aren't a crapshoot when they obviously are is silly. Like that's, that's what I was saying the whole time, but using the playoffs are a crapshoot to say that the diamondbacks should not gain any recognition for what they've done or that the Rangers shouldn't because the Braves and the Orioles and the Astros lost. That's what I think is not merited. I I just don't think given, I mean, no one's going to act like no one's going to act like the Rangers didn't win the world series after the Rangers win the world series, but you know, most boring world series of all time. This, these teams didn't deserve it. Like, I just think that people, unless it's the best team in baseball, people use the randomness as a way to, I think the only reason people are saying most boring world series of all time is because nobody hates either of these teams. Fair. Like what, what, what non fan, these teams don't have rivals. And nobody who's not a fan of them has any rooting interest. Like, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel saying, like, oh, how fun it is to watch Nathan Evaldi and Jordan Montgomery and Joe Mantiply. Like, if the Yankees were playing the Diamondbacks in the World Series, a lot of people would be watching. If the Dodgers were playing the Rangers in the World Series, a lot of people would be watching. Like, the bottom line is, like, people just don't care very much about these teams. And that's fine. That doesn't take away from what these teams have achieved. These teams have outplayed everyone they've played against in the playoffs to this point. That doesn't take away from their achievements. It's a little bit weird that the Rangers were able to make it to the World Series, although their offense was so good, and they supplemented pitching in the back half of the year. Like, it's not really weird, like... The Rangers making the World Series shouldn't really surprise anyone. The Diamondbacks making the World Series should. So, like, here, here you have it. You want your run differential point? Here it is. There's a good run differential team and a bad run differential team. Why did we get that result? Because the playoffs make weird stuff happen. I mean... And I think taking one year and looking at one year versus no, like, but we already looked at the last 20. We are like, it's it right. whipple and more often than not. Like they're the best run differential teams are going to be playing in the playoffs. I mean, 2020, 2020 well, whipple. What you've done is you've gone back to a time it, starting in 1995. There were 10 teams in the playoffs, right? Or no, there were, there were eight teams in the playoffs. Okay. There were eight teams in the playoffs from 1995 to what, 2012? Yeah, and where do you want to start? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm getting there. From 1995 to 2012, there were eight teams in the playoffs, meaning half of the teams in the playoffs were either first or second in their league in run differential. And you went through, and we'd expect that those are the best teams. So you went through... And you said, look at all these teams who were very good in run differential who ended up playing in the World Series. Well, one team from each league ends up playing in the World Series. So if half the teams in each league are top two in run differential, just by random chance, before we even factor in that those are the better teams, you'd expect that there's a 50% chance of each of them ending up in the World Series. So like, right. And it's greater than that. By the, the results that I found, it ended up being like 70%. So isn't that stronger? to show that it isn't a crapshoot that's i mean if it what 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 is the other 30 percent though like that's 
I mean, the third, the, those are outliers. Like, I, I think there has to be, at some point, you can't expect 100% of, you know, the good teams to always win. Like, there are always was it, results. Re- remind me what the stat was. Was it well, I just have to, at least one team in the top two in the league played in the World Series? Yeah, but I mean, I can look for... Um, no, but like, does it mean one of the two World Series teams was top two in their league or both? Um, well, I can do some quick math. I meant it as one of the two, but okay, then that's nothing. That's literally nothing <laughs> because there's a 50% ch- like, dude, come on. Okay. So from 1995 to 2012, there are 10 and 10 of 18 world series. It was the, um, one, it was one, it, so it's both of one versus two or one versus one. Okay. So that's like, there's a 50% chance of that happening and it happened one more than 50% of the time. Okay. I mean, to be fair, like there, I, I think the burden of proof for what you're arguing is a lot lower. And so, yeah, but it's also the but, thing that's true, <laughs> but also saying that the playoffs looking at these results and saying most of, or over 50% of the time, it's going to be two, two of the top. You're saying over 50% when it's over 50% by one year. About half the time, neither World Series participant was a top two team in their league and run differential. And you're taking this stat and then no, using it. I was saying, no, I was saying neither Worlds or there was at least one World Series team that was not a top two participant in its league and run differential. How often? Uh, eight of the years. All right, I'm not following what this stat is, but we can wrap up here. People know if they think it's a crapshoot or not by now. Whipple, (laughs) as we get things wrapped up on this video edition of the Yankees Files podcast, um, you have any parting shots for the people as we kick off season four? And yes, I did just mix my sports. (laughs) I'm excited to be back for season four. I'm excited for some new uh, content we're working on to preview. might be a little longer than usual, but I think we're going to be able to tell some good stories and uh, hopefully keep everyone entertained this winter. So no, no real parting shots, but excited for the hot stove to heat up and to see what we got cooking this winter. Sooner the World Series ends, the sooner it is hot stove season. So that gets a go Rangers out of me. I also um, am very excited for the discourse when people talk about Josh H. Smith and Ezekiel Duran having World Series rings and they use that as like a Brian Cashman narrative thing because boy, am I equipped to beat it. Anyway, people can keep up with us at yankeesfiles.com. They can follow us on Twitter or at Yankees Files, on TikTok or at Yankees Files Podcast. It's even going to go up on YouTube and who knows what that is, but I'll tell people when I know it. We'll be back sometime someplace soon to preview the winter and potentially bring some other forms of new content and until then let's go yankees